Did you know that Infendo Radio is supported by viewers like you? You can go to patreon.com slash Infendo Radio and throw us a few bones. If you like cartoony Italian plumbers, you're in the right place. Infendo Radio is on now. Welcome everybody to the show. This is Infendo Radio. This is episode number 478. Um, how the heck are you guys doing tonight? Justin, you're back. How are you doing? Yes, and my friend. <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty good. I got a whole new computer setup going here. I got my laptop that I started using a couple weeks ago. I got a nice little uh, tray table here with uh, wheels on it, so it shouldn't be nearly as difficult to escape when I have to. <laughs> well, we'll, t- we'll let you escape if you must, Justin. Except, but before... except I feel like I'm about six miles away from the camera. I don't know what you guys are seeing. Oh, <laughs> and if you hear a weird clicking sound on the podcast, that's because I'm playing with my new toy. Oh, Lord. I'll, if, if anybody can, you know, like, tweet me and tell me what that sound is who wasn't watching the video, then, I don't know, I'll give you praise or something. You know what it, You know what it sounds like? The coconut that our listeners have never heard. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, Steven, how are you doing tonight? In case you wondered what your coconut sounds like, Eugene, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> so, I'm doing great. I'm not late for the show, surprisingly. So, all's good. Nice. Very nice. Um, Lucas, how are you doing tonight? You weren't late either, and I appreciate that. I wasn't late, but I was so close. Um... <laughs> No, life is good. I have my old computer back. I have most of my setup fixed, so I'm prepared to podcast. I think I figured out what the smell is coming from. I think my zapper smells like an old lady's house. Fascinating. Well, you you gave away the the hint the, the the thing, Justin. So everybody now knows. You're prepared to have like forty you, Eugene, people. Eugene, just put a peek in there. there. You're gonna you're gonna owe you're gonna owe everybody Ooh. praise. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Anyways, well, we before we get started proper, we actually have a kind of a special announcement to um, get off of our chests. So, uh, Steve, you want to take us away? So, can I just say, first off, how cool this is that we've been kind of sitting on this since October, and it finally happened. Um, when I was 15, I started listening to a radio show, and no, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but I started listening to a radio show that kind of changed things for me. And the long and short of it is, is his radio station was taken off the air by a bunch of corporate people. And he started his own podcast network called podbash.com. Originally it was Podgoblin, then it was Podbash. Um, But we have actually joined forces uh, with Podbash. So we are now on the Podbash network. We are the eighth show under that banner. and that's actually pretty cool. Um, so we have another location now where you can find us, um, which is uh, we've got our own tab over on podbash.com. Um, Jimmy Chunga from Radio Ronin, uh, Kenny D, and Chandler Smith are the ones that uh, reached out to us yesterday and helped us get this going. So we may have some new listeners. I'm not sure if they announced it when they recorded last night or if they're going to announce it when they record next Tuesday. But if you're new to our show, welcome. Um, you know, you'll find out how to get a hold of us all throughout the show. But if you're new, thank you for coming. If you're one of our original listeners that we've known for so long, thanks for sticking it out with us. And hopefully we can see our community grow from this. 
Awesome. More touching words have never been interrupted (laughs) mid-sentence by an internet cutout. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, uh... Did we finish it? Or? Here, let me make a note here. I'm sure Steve's going to want to finish that It's not that often out. that I get to see what happens when somebody else freezes. <laughs> he just Why? looks so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, beautiful. Someone sure make that bright emoji. enough here? I can go get another light if I'm too dark. No, you're oh. fine. I mean, I'm crazy dark, but that's only because I haven't plugged in my good camera, so I guess I can do that while we're waiting for Steve to do his thing. <laughs> well, and there he goes. Uh, they probably use the microwave upstairs. He and he goes. There he goes. There he goes again. <laughs> Welcome Dropping back. From the, 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 show. Good, the good news is my audio kept going. It was good. just oh. my Zoom that decided to decided to cut out good i figured it, you were pretty much done by the time i uh I, yeah but that was just a great moment there yeah <laughs> yep. so where did you guys lose me you were like mid beautiful speech and you're just like <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're gonna be right back and um we're gonna prepare for our next se- segment so yeah, bear with us we'll be right back You've heard the amazing produce show we have. You've never seen the stuff that we actually do when we record. You can do that every Wednesday night at twitch.tv/infendoradio. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Infendo Radio. We have a jam-packed show because there is a lot of news, and we weren't planning for that this week. So let's talk about some of that before we jump into all these other segments we've got planned. Is um, it strawberry or grape jam? It is actually a special vanilla-flavored jam we're experimenting with in our factory. We'll have more info on that for you shortly. However, what we want to talk about right now is that we were all really, really wrong about Metroid Prime 4. Um, I don't know if y'all listened to the show last week, but we did a prediction segment. I predicted and nobody that Metroid Prime 4 this. would come back in 2019. It would have an early release. These three each said that it would come out sometime in 2020. Um, then, as if to spite us, like a day later, <laughs> one of the developers from Nintendo came on and was like, I'm very sorry, but it turns out that we've made like a terrible product and we're not <laughs> satisfied with it. So we're moving everything over to Retro Studios in Texas, and they're going to be working on Metroid Prime 4. Um, so it's basically starting development again. I, personally, I've heard a lot of people, like, a lot of people text me throughout the week when, like, video game news happens, because I'm a nerd, and all of my friends are nerds, and they were like, oh, man, can you believe how bad Nintendo screwed up, and it's gonna be forever, and I'm like, cool, (laughs) you know, like, at least they had the wherewithal to realize they did something wrong, they were making a bad game, they're shipping it over to somebody that they think can do a better job of it, and they were public about announcing it. Like they didn't just yeah, they, they didn't, didn't just keep hide it, dark, and it's not right? going to go into development hell for the next like two or three you years before we finally game. hear something. You let your fans down. Exactly. You cancel it's it like, all just to turn it around. If you're going to mess up, <laughs> and if you're going to create a product that isn't too like the highest standards, ca- right. then this is the way to handle it. And I think they did a good job with it. So kudos. You know, I'm impressed. I support them. Yeah. Yeah, I was when you said you had strong opinions, I thought you were going to get all angry with this, but yeah, I think we can all agree, especially since like none of us are like super ridiculous hardcore Metroid Prime fans that 
you know, like Miyamoto famously says, you know, bad game is bad forever, yep. and I would much... And, you know, this is not the first time Nintendo has completely scrapped the game and started and started from the beginning. It's just the first time they've actually publicly announced it. Cause, yeah, first I mean, time like, I can think of, like, point. any big company publicly announcing it. We'd have yeah. games like, like those games that you'd watch, like, the YouTube videos on, like, what happened to the real Zelda 64 DD? And it's like, right. it's, it's just gone. Like, nobody, like, it's cool that we get info, you know? Because we're living in an age where you can't not get info. Like, the right. internet is here. There are leaks. People will say things. You gotta, you gotta come clean. So, good on them. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, um, yeah, I kind of forgot where I was going with that. But yeah, I mean, it is good that they, oh, like the, I remember reading years after it came out that Yoshi's Island had been in development for like two years, and then they completely scrapped it and started from scratch, and we got like one of the greatest platformers ever out of it. So mm-hmm. my my only, my biggest question is, what was Retro Studios doing before they got put back on Metroid Prime? Because you know, they've been—they haven't made a new game since 2014. Was when Tropical Freeze first came out. Is it that long ago? I think so. Well, I'm it sure like they did handle some Kart, of the. Well, when when they did Donkey some Kong of the Country porting? Tropical Freeze come out? They must have Wait, handled what? some of the porting for Donkey Kong Country when it came over to Switch too, like. What Mario Kart did they do? They they did, helped with Mario Kart Eight. They did. Mm-hmm. Well, huh, but no I'm idea. sure they weren't like a lead developer or anything. They probably just contributed like the Donkey Kong character model, like Rare used to do, or something like that. Right. Yeah. Oh, and Phantom says in chat that uh, Star Fox Racing was the was a rumor a, a while back too, mm-hmm. so it might have been mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but. <laughs> Well, I, the other I don't know too. if that was ever confirmed to even exist. Yeah, it came out. Well, in that's why. Feb- that's why it's a rumor. <laughs> February 2014. Well, and the other thing too, though, is there's nothing that says that whatever they were working on isn't still coming out. Exactly. I mean, right. you can so, have it two may games have been going in one studio at once. You know. Well, yeah, and it may be far enough along to where they were like, okay, we feel comfortable taking this on and finishing this game at the same God time. God knows we know a little something about working for a company that splits its resources to have multiple <laughs> yeah. projects going at once. Like, it's a thing that happens. So. Mm, well, yep. and, uh, you know, it's also possible Nintendo's like, hey, uh, we know you're already in the middle of something right now, so, um, you know, we're going to let you hire a few more people on to, you know, cover this. Yeah, we know you got a lot yeah. going on right now. We don't want to get in the way of that. So go ahead. <laughs> hire some more devs. Work on Metroid Prime 4. Make the best game you can make. It's, right it's okay. Nintendo clearly listens to this show, so we'll find out. Holding soon. your hand the whole time waiting for you to finish. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought it was super interesting, like you said, that this announcement came, like, right on the heels Days. of us. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think we recorded on Wednesday, and I think it was, what, Friday that this news came out? I believe so, yeah, so very interesting. But yeah, so, I mean, that's not all we have for news. Uh, Justin, you want to take us to the next bit of news? Sure, she's have been yawning. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got another surprise this week, a pleasant one. Um, and I mean, we kind of knew this was coming. We just didn't know when Piranha Plant was released um, yesterday, as of this recording, mm-hmm. um, on uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. They just kind of, 
you know, came out with a, uh, in the news thing on the Switch and on Twitter, and, you know, of course, there were official announcements all over the internet that Smash 2.0 was available, and that included Piranha Plant, so, um, I mean, I don't know what to say about that other than I played Smash last night online with a few of our infrendos and uh, we did an all piranha plant battle <laughs> and that was just absolute pandemonium and I wouldn't <laughs> have it any other way um <laughs> well has anybody tried the other piece of 2.0 or is it it's 2.0 right the yeah, 2. multiplayer uh, smashboard I don't no, have anyone no, to but play I with yeah. <laughs> Jay-Z was actually commenting on that yesterday he's like why is everybody talking about Piranha Plant and no one's talking mul about multiplayer spirit? Right, because nobody well, has friends in real life. It's a myth. It's not real. <laughs> oh, it's That's it's me. only um, <laughs> offline multiplayer? Yeah. From what mm. I understand. Well, that kind of sucks. But, uh... Yeah, I so. haven't played All-Star Mode. Or, yeah, I haven't played, uh... Don't play oh, All-Star Mode. Yeah, don't play All-Star Mode. PSA, yeah, I was, right I was now, going everybody. to segue into that, and so that's why my brain was on that. Yeah, I haven't played the, the, the mode that we were talking about, but yeah, um, Steve found a little nugget for us. Do not play All-Star Mode with Piranha Plant until we get another patch, because apparently he, uh, craps up your game save. Right. Well, and as EP uh, points out, this is, you know, just multiple reports. We, none of the four of us can confirm it, and I'm not willing to sacrifice Nor will we. <laughs> so, don't, so don't get all freaked out about that, because the last time we confirmed something that wasn't true, you guys yeah. told us about it. So you can yeah, figure this, that out for yourselves. This... Play All-Star Mode, let me know what happens, and then I'll report on it. Yeah, this was reported to me by... Uh, where did I get it? Amiibo alerts is where I found out about it. Mm. Yeah, I, so. I ain't willing to take that chance. It's fine. I got plenty of other stuff to do in that game. Holy yes. hell. <laughs> I was actually yeah. really close to doing all-star mode because, like, I finished classic mode. I was like, I need something yeah, to keep me busy. Let's, you know. But I, I didn't distracted. even know there was an all-star mode, to be honest with you. Yeah. Or, it's um, buried. Yeah, well, like everything else in those ridiculous menus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not new free game. So, yeah, so uh, I hope everybody um, got their free Piranha Plant. I hope everybody remembered to register their you game because you still well, can yeah. as of this recording. By the way, yeah, yeah. if you're li if you're listening live, you have until mm -hmm. tomorrow to do it. And if you're listening to our iTunes version and you didn't do it, you're kind of out of luck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, friends. But yeah, that I I did get in. I guess I'll say my bit about Piranha Plant. I got got in and played Piranha Plant. It, he's fun. He's a it's a cool new character to learn. I think I was talking about this pre-show, but like this is actually the first of the new batch of characters from Ultimate that I've actually gotten into because I didn't really like, you know, the Ridleys or your King K rules or even your Isabels. Like they just kind of went for me. I do, I guess I do kind of like Inkling a little bit, but I just not good with Inkling's things. probably the one that I've used the least, and I don't know why because I was kind of excited for that one but yeah really um, but fun, if i do have a complaint really about piranha plant um his final smash is just obnoxious <laughs> he takes up I, the entire screen oh, not only not only obnoxious but it's incredibly it's incredibly weak anytime <laughs> you're playing on a stage where like you're near an edge pd will just jump off the edge and die and that's it the final smash can be over in like two seconds so. <laughs> yes but if you're in the cages with him doesn't it take 
No, you get out of the... At least the, the opponent I was fighting got out of the cage and then could, like, fly yeah. back up. They had time to... I don't know if that just means they struggled out or if it's actually, like, set mm-hmm. that way, but well, that, apparently it's not... That's a, a reverse final smash. It's like, I'm going to kill you and not them. Well, and the <laughs> yeah. thing that got me about, about his final smash is most final smashes that have, you know, a larger form, you either control lose them? control of your character for those few seconds or you turn into that larger form your piranha plant is still on the screen moving around yeah, and completely under your control while PD Piranha is storming around. So not only do you have to keep track of what he's doing to some degree, but you have to figure out where you are in this mess and with with <laughs> well, four of you playing, the, <laughs> it was just absolute pandemonium. The thing is though, you don't really have to keep track of him at all because you don't really have any influence over him. I mean, he just does his own thing and then he's... I don't even think you can attack the cages. So like, well, but he can, I just but leave him to his own devices. He's still like taking up half the screen, so you can't not pay attention to him. Well, yeah, but just focus on you and let Petey be Petey. Yeah, just it's kind of that's kind of how I played it too. Once I figured it out, that mind you, because the first time I popped the smash um, right. thing, I self destructed because I was like, well, I'm trying to control this big thing. Oh wait, no, I'm not. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, but I, I, I am enjoying Prime Plan. I'm going to keep playing more. I kind of want to make him my main, but I don't think I can make... I can be... He's definitely not my my best character yet, but, you know, he just came out, so... Lots yeah, of, I'm, lots of some stuff time. yeah, I'm still getting used to his moveset, because some of it's a little weird and hard to implement effectively, but, I mean, it is, you know, like I've said to everyone, this is, this is the perfect Sakurai-level trolling for Smash <laughs> Brothers. This is... This is your Mr. Game and Watch. This is your, you know, Animal Animal Crossing Villager. This is, you know, just your off the wall. What the hell is this character doing here? Character, and I love it. It's mm-hmm. it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm totally with you on that one. Okay, well, we will um, end it here for the news, and we'll be right back on the other side with something new. Slide, slide, but that's the past. I got something ready okay, for that. Okay, let me figure ass. out how to do that. Okay, I think we're paused on Twitch. One, let me just two, verify. three, four. Get your woman on the floor. Gun, gun, that get was up, the first down, CD I ever bought. Gun, gun, get up, on Oh, no, we still got voices. Keeps getting sad. What up, everybody? So glad you're here. It's Coolio. Put the flow back on. What up, everybody? So glad you're here. It's Endless Justin Loop. Okay, no more voices. No more voices. Okay, so do we need to prep or anything for says this the, section? Says the crazy person. This is completely ad lib. This was the only thing I had no chance to prep for. So, nice. here we go. Yeah, let's just jump right in, boys. Okay, that sounds good to me. We know our teams. Yep. Um, yeah, it's you and me and Steve and uh, Justin. So. Now, I don't have the show notes right in front of me. Is this in lieu Ju- of a game or no? No, this is, this a, is, this is a round table. So let's not take oh. like an hour and a half doing this. Let's set should reasonable. I, oh, that's a timers. good question. Should I set yeah. a timer then for this? I yeah. think what you should do is we should each have five minutes. Not not like individually. Like each team should have five minutes. So you and I talk, Justin and Steve talk, and we just we pick And then another five minutes that, of us know. back and forth. I was going to say, if we p- limit this to 15 minutes, that should be a good yeah. length. 
Okay, that's fine by me. Probably. So then five minutes, five minutes, and then a five-minute rebuttal time. All right. Just okay. so you guys I know, it, things are getting really laggy on my end with all of you, so I assume there's something going on with my internet. Am I, like, getting weird or anything? No. I mean, no more than usual. Like your, you guys it, your, video is, your video is somewhat cutting in and out, but your audio stays fine, so that it's probably just your internet. <laughs> okay, well, you, guys will, you guys will be talking, and all of a sudden videos. Justin will be like, and then another five minutes. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and then it'll go really fast and catch back up. No, all no, right. it just it just does that. So, you know. Uh, you guys ready to jump back in? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. wait, hold on. Actually, before I do that, let me level the audio, I guess, while we're on break. Uh, da, 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 where is it? I told Steve before I uh, labeled everything this time because I'm smart. This one's Lucas. You want merch? We got merch. Check it all out at fendo.com slash store. Did anybody else notice that I'm using all Wii music this week because That's, the Wii yes. Shop channel's uh, dying? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm surprised really we didn't have news about that. Oh, I have to go in and re-download some stuff before I can't anymore. Yeah, you better. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. We're going back on Twitch. Hi, Twitch. We're back. Let's get started. Um, no, I want to drop some information, just a little additive to your education. <laughs> I'll bring us back in I for the my debate, life I by guess, the code unless of somebody else wants to. Watch. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Does anybody else want to bring us back into the debate, or should I just bring us into it? So no, I thought we were already back. All right, let's do it. <laughs> no, Justin, the music starts, and then we come back. You know this. I thought that was the music. I'm so confused because you play <sighs> the music, the then you talk, then you play the music, <laughs> then you talk. Here we go. You want merch? We got merch. Check it all out at fendo.com slash store. All right, we're back, and we have a little extra segment for you this week. It's a little bit different than what we've done before. We're going to do a little bit of a debate. So um, I think it should be pretty interesting. We got two teams, me and Lucas and Steven and Justin. Excuse me. And we're going to actually be debating 8-bit versus 16-bit. So yeah. Um, I guess we'll just jump right in it. Um, Lucas, do you want to take first since I'm already talking? We can kind of take our our little portion of it first and say why 8-bit is the best. 8-bit came before 16-bit anyway so we might as well I mean I'm saying right all right well let's get let's get rolling timer started so um, yeah I think 8-bit is actually better than 16-bit and let me tell you why you know how (laughs) when you're more constrained as an artist you have to make your like everything has to become better because of the medium that you're using it's kind of that with 8-bit you know like a lot of really interesting stuff came out of the 8-bit um era only because like they were constrained by you know the the sound chip and the graphics and everything else that goes with that you know what i mean so that i think that we got a lot of a lot more interesting things back then because of that oh definitely Right off the bat, prettiest Pokemon game to ever come out, without question, Pokemon Gold and Silver. Those 8-bit sprites were amazing and beautiful, and I love everything about them. Um, You go back and you play the old Mario games, the best Mario games, Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario 3, Mario Lost Levels. They look beautiful. You play those on Super Mario All-Stars, they look like hot garbage. Why? Because the sprites are 16-bit. Nobody wants 16-bit sprites in a video game. Go back to 8-bit. Everything was better with 8-bit. Also, the number 8 sideways is infinity, so that's something. (laughs) What is 16 sideways? A jumbled mess. So, I mean, right there, that's like three reasons why 8-bit is better. (laughs) You you got anything else besides that? 
No, totally. So uh, another reason why I think 8-bit is superior to the 16-bit era is because when what other era could a company like literally work for three months and come up with a game like Mega Man 2? Because I think I remember that like a game like Mega Man was made in like six months or something like that, if I remember correctly. So like you just can't do that anymore, especially even in the 16-bit era, you know, the it's graphics are more intensive so you have to spend more time on that like it, it just it was easier to churn out a product and in my opinion like Mega Man 2 is one of the best games of all time you know so like hell and while you're while you're on that topic talking about the best games of all time Mario 3 Mega Man 2 other games that came out in the 8 bit era <laughs> that I can't think of right now. I mean, come on, man. You got some good games in the 16-bit era. Like, nobody's going to argue that Super Metroid is worse than the original Metroid. But 8-bit games are just good. They're better. They're fun. The controller was easy to use because you got a little square and you push buttons. And I, I actually, like, honestly, I prefer 8-bit. When I go back and I play Final Fantasy, I like my old 8-bit games. I didn't like the ones on the Super Nintendo as much. Same thing for Mega Man. Mega Man looks mm -hmm. really clean and polished on an 8-bit style, like Mega Man 9. Then you go back and you get like Mega Man 7 and it's like all janky and Super Nintendo-y. It's just, it's not as good. Like 8-bit is the king and always will be. Also, a little mm -hmm. company you may or may not have heard of called 8-Bit Doe makes some pretty kick-butt controllers. They're not called 16-bit dough. I wonder why. Maybe because that's a stupid name for a stupid company? Probably. So, you know. I, I have one final thing to add to this as well. And I'm going to bring my mom into this debate because she doesn't play any other games ever. Nothing. But she still has her old, big, blocky Game Boy. And she still plays... Tetris, you know, and that, that might not be like technically 8-bit, but it's still the same theme, right? She doesn't she doesn't care about having like a DS or a 3DS and getting the newest version of Tetris. Why? She's got Tetris. The music's already fine there. Like, let's go. And I'm not going to bring my mom into the debate because the only video game she's ever played was on Super Nintendo. So we're just going to skip right over that point. But yeah, <laughs> Eugene's mama knows what's up. So <laughs> with that, well, we rest our case. Mm -hmm. We concede our time and uh, let's these 16-bit losers go. Well, my mama said knock you out. Hmm. <laughs> all right, Justin, who's starting, me or you? You may as well because I just burned all my brain cells on that one. <laughs> Give me a minute to recover. <laughs> okay, so a lot of the all-time greatest game lists you will notice contain an insane amount of 16-bit games. Donkey Kong Country 1, Donkey Kong Country 2, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Castlevania, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super, Super Star Wars. Thanks they're all super because they're all 16-bit. Which brings me to my next point. It was called the Super Nintendo, which means it's super. What was the original Nintendo called? The Nintendo. Not the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo. So if you guys want to go with those cheesy arguments, we can do the cheesy arguments too. <laughs> also, everybody knows that I had a huge part in Nintendo Fever when it was a thing. What was one of our questions that we asked every single guest that was on the show before I was actually on the show? But that's beside the point. The question that we asked was if you were on a on an island, you had to save one game, Donkey Kong Country or Super Mario World, what would you save? The correct answer, of course, is Donkey Kong Country. But the real thing we're saying here is what would you rather save? A 16-bit game 
or a 16-bit game. Well, all right. Um, getting slightly less ridiculous answers. Um, the 16-bit <laughs> generation kind of refined, like the 8-bit. Yeah, the 8-bit generation had a lot of creativity because they had a lot of restrictions. They also had a lot of crap go wrong because they just couldn't do it. Like the a lot of those games are just so broken and and practically unplayable because they didn't have the means to make them work right. Um, you know, by the 16-bit generation, everything was smoothed out. Game engines were much more elaborate. They could do more things, and they could do it better. The game controllers, both the Super NES and the Genesis, more buttons. Now, more buttons may mean more confusion to some, but it also means more options. When the NES and the Ma Master System came out, they were based on arcade technology. You had... a uh, a d-pad or a joystick in the arcade jump and fire and that's all you Ch needed by Justin, the time we got you bring up you sorry you bring up another good point guess yeah. what else 16-bit has the good sonic the hedgehog games yeah lucas i went there all right um i okay um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, you you have more buttons, you have more options for things you can do, which is why when um, certain modern companies go back and do retro throwback 8-bit style games like Retro City Rampage, like Shovel Knight, they still base their controls off of a four-button controller because there are just certain things you can't do with just those two buttons. Yeah, something else that's kind of cool about that is 8-bit games, it was a struggle to survive the level. 16-bit games, not only did you have to survive the level, there were collectibles that you could do too, so there was more stuff crammed into the same amount of game. Well, I know this does, and, and this doesn't you know, hit my sweet spot as much as some of the rest of you, but role-playing games. Like, mm. role-playing games became a major driving force in the 16-bit era. Like some of the best role-playing games of all time came out on the Super Nintendo. You don't hear very many of those on the NES. There's, like, what, one for the Master System? I mean, you know, Final Fantasy IV, Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, Super Mario RPG. Like, that that genre blew up on the 16-bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's all I got at the moment. And that's sure all I have more to say about that. All right, well, then I guess we'll open it up to general debate. Let me tell you something about your Final Fantasies. Those yeah. got their start on the NES, 1, 2, and 3. And they so... were some of the best ones. Also, Dragon Quest, man. All right, <laughs> I, will, I, will, they got... I will give you Dragon Quest that was one of the notable 8-bit. Star Tropics? Yeah. But Final Star Fantasy got wasn't better so on the Super Nintendo. Mother 1? <laughs> I don't have anything for that. I've never I played feel, that game. I've, I've, I feel like um, Lucas is grasping at straws here, no, and he I'm might have been placed the on the wrong I'm team. I'm coming in hot like but, a kangaroo nightmare, so hang on. But Lucas, would you rather play the Game Gear Sonic the Hedgehog or the Genesis Sonic the Hedgehog? I would rather play the Dreamcast Sonic the Hedgehog because <laughs> those are the good Sonic games, my friend. Sonic 1 is boring, Sonic 2 is okay, and Sonic no. 3 is fine in moderation, but... You give me Sonic Adventure or Sonic Adventure 2, and mm. that's where things get good. 
He's so, too young. It was all about Sonic that, 1, 2, and that 3. Argument I mean, I'll be honest. Right when you get to the Sonic, the, the Sonic games I've played the most of are Sonic 1 for the Master System and Sonic Mania on the Switch. So I'm Justin, nowhere near you're, this You're argument. not helping our case. Um, <laughs> Go there! Also, what about Link to the Past? Oh, I was hoping you were going to bring that, that up. Play oh, Legend of Zelda? Oh, yeah. Link to Zelda the game ever. That gets so much more attention than it should. <laughs> Because it's just a prequel to Ocarina of Time, which is a far superior. No, no, it is a sequel to Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time comes before A Link to the Past. Okay, forget it. Do I have to? Do I have to? No. Oh no! Forgetting about the timeline because Justin's got the encyclopedia out. Oh no! The gameplay in Link to the Past is far better than it is in the original Legend of Zelda. You can move, and then you have that Zelda two diagonally. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give you too. that maybe uh, Link to the Past is a little bit better I'm than not, uh, than the I'm Legend of Zelda, but but an 8-bit game, The Link's Awakening, is better than both of them. Oh, <gasps> Steven, okay. what's your favorite <laughs> Zelda game of all time? We are <laughs> what hurts you, Gene? We are neglecting the Game time, Boy, Hi. Steven. Yeah, <laughs> but that one hurts. But. <laughs> But if then wanted... Minish Cap. What about it? Who cares about it's Minish It's so Cap? good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that uh, we're we're kind of at a stalemate here. But uh, why don't we let our listeners decide who's the winner here? Um, yeah, just tweet at us. What do you think is better, sixteen bit or eighteen bit? Let us know. Do we have fed- Do we have a hashtag or can or we get a poll up? <laughs> yeah, sixteen bit or eighteen bit. See, even even de- Eugene is hash- thinking of the teens. Fendo debate. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I was gonna say. Hashtag in- Infendo debate. I want in- no in Infend debate. Infend debate. It sounds like that does sound like something dirty. Show, but we're using it. <laughs> yep. Uh, awesome. Well, we're gonna be right back here after a word from these sponsors. Infendo Radio currently doesn't have any sponsors. If you would like to sponsor Infendo Radio, please call us at my mom's house. Here at Infendo, we do more than just talk. We also write. Go to Infendo.com and read what we have to say about Nintendo and other things. So we have a brand new game we're going to try out. This comes to us from one of my many late nights of hanging out with Lucas playing Monster Hunter. Um, A lot of times after we'd finish those gaming sessions, we would uh, take turns reading awful game descriptions to each other. So we thought, the hell, let's turn it into a game. So here's how this game's going to be played. I have 11 games. 11 games. One of them is on pre-order right now on the eShop. The other 10 are currently available on the eShop. And what I am going to ask you fine gentlemen to do, I am going to read you the title of the game. I'm going to read you the description directly from the the eShop itself. As in, I have on my iPad a screenshot of the eShop description. So I will be reading it verbatim. What I need you guys to do is guess the price. Is that one so, seven ninety nine? So 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 no. what you're saying is I should be opening the eShop right now. No, <laughs> you need you need to put your switch down. So I'm 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 um, I'm nervous and excited about this game. Oh so yeah. here's, here's the deal though, we're doing this prices right style, so if you go over on the game, you are disc 
you know, you're out. That you is, those are uh, high stakes rules, my friend. Uh-huh. Um, but, so if, if two of us get it, we tie then? Like if we both guess the closest well, price? Well, pr- price is right doesn't oh, like you guess the same price. Oh, you have to go one penny over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the lowest bid is a penny because, you know, obviously it can't be less than a penny. Right. Because, well, none of the games I picked I, are less than I, a penny. I kind of, I, I w- kind of want to call this one "the description is wrong," but let's just, <laughs> let's run with mm-hmm. it and see what happens. All right, so let's start with my first game. Let's. So, the game is called Heroes Trials. What is it? Heroes Trials. Hmm. Speedy Search. and heartwarming action RPG, full of challenges. After the banishing of the previous defender of your island, the community needs new heroes. The long-training siblings, Elia and Zoel, take them on the last trials, deciding to be, deciding who is best to be fit for new local guardians. And by the way, if I struggle reading these, it's because they're written horribly. Um, in the finals, they will have to compete against a sleazy couple and hmm. the clock to prove their worth. Rising to the top will not be an easy feat. Features. Control two heroes with different abilities to solve puzzles and prepare your strategy for battle. Decide if you want to play the game as a shooter using Elias' spells. Fight for the best clear time of each trial or explore freely the island to unveil its secrets. Enjoy a solid and compact story without having to waste time on repetitive tasks. So who wants to guess the first price? None of us, because they are at the worst position. <laughs> okay, then I'm just going to go in the order I see you guys <laughs> on screen. Eugene. Shoot. Okay, um, uh, four ninety nine. Okay. All right, so here's the thing about this. Um, some of those descriptions, like, features a story, has <laughs> multiple ways to play the game. Those tell me that this is a cheapo game. That, like, ain't nobody want. Um, okay. Justin, you're actually next on my screen. Dang it! I was so ready! <laughs> oh, are you ready? Um, okay, no, Lucas, Justin, go ahead. Justin. Well, well I'm, I'm not disagreeing with Lucas that it does sound like a cheapo game that nobody would want, but it also sounds like the type of game that they would artificially inflate the price on just so they can reduce it in a sale later. Mm. I'm going to go with $9.99. $9.99 for Justin? You know, I was all set to say, like, seven-something, but now that Justin said that, <laughs> I'm going to go for $10, because I think this might be a $14 game. Oh, it pulled the rug right out of you. Well, that Lucas, sounds painful. What was your original <laughs> bid, Lucas? It was going to be, like, seven forty-nine. Okay, well, you were you and Justin were both over either way. Damn it! So oh, oh, Eugene oh, gets oh. the point with four ninety-nine. The game retails for five ninety-nine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to say four ninety nine when Eugene said that. I'm like, all right, so, I guess I have to come up with something else. <laughs> it is. By the way, if you're interested in the game, it's currently on sale for four seventy nine. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, our next game is one. Believe it or not, I had actually heard of, but still has a terrible description. <laughs> and I forgot to grab a price on it. That's awkward. <laughs> so I will grab it. that in just a moment. Our, our ever-prepared host. I know, right? The one that I forget. Um, Zombie Panic in Wonderland oh. DX. Oh, shoot! I've seen this so many times! Are you ready <laughs> for I was this just amazing looking at it like an hour ago. Yes. Free Wonderland from the loving zombies plague. 
The world of fairy tales has been overrun by a plague of bizarre zombies that wander around, or that wander along, surrounded by a lovely yet pungent smell. Back to his hometown after a long time, Momotario, from the Japanese tale The Peach Boy, encounters these pests and finds himself forced to solve the issue. Armed with powerful weapons, Momotaro will meet through his adventure the most popular fairy tales in the world, as well as allies who will help him finish off the craziest and loveliest zombies you can imagine. Enjoy the action however you like, whenever you want. Progress in the story by your own, or let a friend join the action at any time in the arcade mode, all with the control steam that best suits your playstyle. Mm. Okay, so that means I'm last this time, right? So I guess that means I'm first. Yeah, so we'll go with Justin first, <laughs> then Lucas, then Eugene. I mean, I hate to re- to to repeat myself, but I I know I looked at this in the eShop and I could swear that it might that it was 9.99, so I'm going to go ahead and go with 9.99 again, but I'm probably yeah. wrong. Okay. All right. Oh, I have seen this game for sale on so many systems, and I feel like it's cheaper than that, but I could be wrong. Um, I'm going to take the safe route, and I'm going to say that this is a $4.99 game. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I was going to go with... (laughs) five dollars but now you did that i could go with five dollars and then really but a lot of games you. are 4.99 so if i get it i get it <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with one penny Ooh. eugene with the penny playing the low ball all right retail price of the game eight dollars and 99 cents oh, yes oh. lucas got it i'm going to the showcase showdown oh hey we just got a new follower Awesome. We did. It was. Uh, do you have that name? Do you have that name? I I can't say it. It's the by Byranosaurus. Thank you, Brianosaurus. <laughs> oh, he, Brian. Brianosaurus. He's or they are also one of our new Discord people. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for following us. You are our forty fifth follower. Hell yeah, we love that. We're almost there. Five more, and we get to stop bugging you guys for following. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Welcome. Okay, um, so yeah, I guess next game. Alright, give me just a sec. Alright, so this time, by the way, the guessing order is Lucas, followed by Eugene, and then Justin. Question, is somebody keeping track of our points? I am. Okay. So that's why it's taking me a little bit. That's why it's taking me a little bit longer than normal. I apologize. Okay, you're being very professional. I appreciate that. uh, I'm I'm in charge of sound effects. Yes. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Justin. That is amazing. All right, our next game is called Gabucci. Gobble it all, or in moderation for progress's sake. Gabucci is an action puzzle brain exercise game with simple controls. Gabucci is a curious creature that loves gobbling blocks and stuff. His favorite food is the heart cookie. In order to get it, you have to think about which blocks he can and can't gobble. He can gobble blocks the same color as himself. You can change his color, too. So he can gobble different colored blocks. Blocks that are different color from Gabucci 
can also serve as supports to reach high places. This is really hard to read. The more Gabucci eats... It's, it's not much easier to listen to. <laughs> the more satisfied he gets. But if you make him eat too much, he won't be able to get his heart cookie. That's just like that. So I, I, you have I to think carefully with Gabucci. about what blocks he should and shouldn't eat. There are 180 stages awaiting Gabucci, ranging from easy to hard. With the included level editor, you can even make your own stages. So mm. there's no end to all the ways you can satisfy Gabucci. Justin, please. <laughs> Gabucci. All right. So, Lucas, you get the first bid this time. Oh, jeez. I was all set to go $4.99 again. Then you threw in a level editor. Uh-huh. That's, <laughs> that's some advanced stuff. Not that that says um, much, because I reviewed another game with a level editor that wasn't that great. Or that expensive. I think. What do I think? I think that this game is cute. I think that this game is playful and whimsical, and I think that this game goes for a dollar twenty-three. Oh my gosh! Shake this with a dollar twenty-three. That is okay. I'm thrown off by your tactics, but I fear not. I think I'm next. Yep. I'm gonna go with um, nineteen ninety-nine because I think that this is. Uh, I think this is gonna be the game that uh, the first game that. Steve is throwing at us with some value behind it. So you know that scene in Wind Waker when you like way overbid the other people at the night <laughs> auction and everyone goes, Whoa! That was that was me like two seconds ago. <laughs> Justin comes in. Five hundred and ninety-two dollars. <laughs> One million dollars. Dun dun dun. Um, no, um, I'm actually leading more towards uh, Lucas's um, thinking. I'm gonna go with two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Thank you for not being a huge dick and going for one twenty four. That would have really thrown off my game. <laughs> All right, and the game retails for seven dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> Dang it! Dun, 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 dun. So Justin gets the point. <laughs> And it's currently on pre-sale for three dollars and ninety-nine cents. Hmm. All right. Pre-sale. Pre-sale. Oh, it's not out yet. Yeah, it's, it was on the coming soon, but it was still on the sale list. So. You can't just get to Gabucci like that. You got to work for Gabucci. Mm-hmm. Gabucci's got to come to you. All right. I, th- I think wrong. I think this next game might be my favorite description of the night. Giddy. You ready for the name of the game? Oh yeah. Yes, please. Hashtag kill all zombies. Oh my god. <laughs> In the distant future, hashtag kill all zombies is thrusting civilians into a support of survival where, which is spelled wrong, a ravenous <laughs> zombie, also spelled wrong, population is unleashed in the name of sports entertainment. Features hordes of zombies to fight on interactive changing arena. I would hope so. Three modes to play survival, co op, and defend the vault. Multiple weapons and ammo types, XP and leveling up system, powerful mm. perks. <laughs> so, so my favorite—I know it's not my term—but my favorite thing about these descriptions is that they use things like multiple ammo types as, yeah, like, right? a, a, as like a feature. It reminds like, me of back in the late '90s when every DVD had interactive menus yeah. as a feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, whoop-dee-doo, Basil. Okay, I'm first. Um, gosh, this sounds like such a garbage game. I gotta go two ninety nine. So Eugene says two ninety nine. 
Uh, this sounds Justin. like a garbage game that is trying to not sound like a garbage game. So I'm going to go with four ninety nine. Okay. Do you have any idea how hard it is to hold a straight face right now? <laughs> oh man, I'm really, I'm really stuck because I was gonna go 199 because I think it's a really garbage game, but <laughs> Justin went so low that I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the dick that I complimented Justin on not being in the last <laughs> round, and again, I'm gonna go five dollars. <laughs> oh. Because I'm hoping this is like a twenty dollar game. I'm afraid, based on um, Steve's amazing poker face, that uh, this is going that that's going to be the case. Well, now that the bids are in, game retails for nineteen ninety nine. Yes! yes. So Lucas gets the point. Yeah. X gets the square. I chose the wrong horse to back for the expensive game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, right. And by the way. I'm just going to show the screenshot on that. That's the screenshot for the oh, game. Oh, that's pretty. Nin- that's a pretty game. 1999. <laughs> Someone oh. definitely didn't just render those letters out in a 3D program and put them on a background. I know, right? <laughs> no, that's a pretty game. All right, guys. Uh, game number five, and then I'll do a quick score update. That, that, that said, hashtag kill all zombies. If you want to give us a copy of your game and change your mind, we'd be happy to review it. Because we sure as hell ain't buying it. Um, yes, prove us wrong. All right. Game number five, Animal Hunter Z. Oh, animals, on, Z at the end. animals on the island have been infected with unknown virus. Shoot animals down the infected animals. virus. And re- yeah, unknown Singular. virus. Shoot down the infected animals and restore peace to the island. Bullet point. Story. We know that the virus infecting the animals can also be transferred to humans. Unfortunately, the only way to protect the island from this plague is to destroy all of the infected animals. Some animals may try and attack you. Will you survive your mission and see Harmony restored to the island? Bullet point. Game over review. This is an FPS in which you wipe out infected animals wandering around forests, farms, and golf courses within the time limit. Use the four different types of weapon rifle, shotgun, air rifle, and grenade to be as quick and efficient as possible in your mission. Bullet point. Game modes. Single play. Play all six missions. Normal and hard modes available. Co-op play. Slaughter the infected animals with family and friends. Can be played sharing the Joy-Con controller. Shooting gallery. A mini game where you need to destroy all the targets within the time limit. There are five levels of difficulty available. Oh my god. I'm last, right? Thank God. I'm first, right? I'm a vegetarian, so, yeah. so I don't approve so of this So yeah, game. Justin, <laughs> then Lucas, then Eugene. Are, are, are zombies considered uh, living, though? You, like you know, and this isn't the platform for this, but remind me someday when we have more showtime, I had a huge debate in college about whether or not zombie was an STD, so I have some hard thoughts on zombies <laughs> and where they fit into our ecosystem. I'll, I'll be happy to share that with you someday. All right, Justin, let's get a bid from you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. It sounds pretty ambitious, and I've lowballed all the rest of the game, so I'm going to go with eleven ninety nine. Okay. Justin, you are right that it sounds ambitious. However, it is not ambitious. It knows what it is, and that's why this game retails for 99 cents. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. Eugene, I'm gonna go. I know what this game is. I know what it's wanting to be. It didn't quite achieve it, 
So that's why it's on sale right now for fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> what was just so? What's its regular price? Okay, to uh, read to recap the bids. Justin is eleven ninety nine. Lucas is ninety nine cents. And Eugene is fourteen ninety nine. So if it's less than ten dollars, I win by default. <laughs> Eugene has overbid. Ah! Yes. Justin has overbid. Ah! Yes. Lucas has overbid. Lucas has overbid. Lucas has overbid. <laughs> nope. It's like eighty cents. Nope. Um, nine dollars ninety nine cents on sale. Oh, the one on time I don't say nine ninety nine. The one time I don't say nine ninety nine. I know, right? Lucas has spent some time on the eShop. I don't know any of these games. I'm just blind lucky. <laughs> That's the point. They're all on sale, probably crap games. That's the point of this. So, score recap. Oh, if I host this, I'm so going through the 3DS eShop. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, score recap. Lucas is leading with three points. Eugene and Justin are tied with a point. I found my game, gentlemen. So, this... This round, Lucas will go first, Eugene second, That's Justin third. That's why I always drink. The name of... Th- oh, this one was fun, too. Are you guys ready for this one? Oh, yes. I guess. The Mahjong Huntress. I like Mahjong. Ooh, okay. Wait till you hear the description. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Riley is, is about to be wed to Sir Charles Gilbertworth on the eve of her 21st birthday. She is reluctant, as the marriage was arranged, and she does not feel it is. She does not feel it's the time or place, or the man for that matter. She, as a growing number of women her age, want to make something more about herself, and becoming a housewife is not exactly what she had in mind. Reminder about herself. Reminder: the name of this game is the Mahjong Huntress. (laughs) Right. Yes, I'm waiting for this to, to. Show its head here. Right before the ceremony, the groom goes missing. Mary Elizabeth would be fine with this. More than fine. But the thing is, Gilbertworth disappeared in her family's mansion, and if he's not found, the blame might fall on her mother, widow, Riley. There's also a matter of, well, the supernatural. It seems there's more to the folk stories than she believed. (laughs) It's this game. (laughs) It gets better. Nearly 300 <laughs> levels to compete, novel. 60 in story mode, and 200 unique mystery challenges. Search for clues to find your missing fiancé and discover the Riley's family heritage. Defeat supernatural <laughs> creatures and ghosts in terrifying match three encounters. Intriguing story with a paranormal twist, six unique locations to explore. How What that has to do is beyond me. Innovative <laughs> gameplay mechanics. What does any of this have to do with my song? <laughs> Yeah, this is this is like is the Mahjong? story mode in uh, Doctor Mario sixty four, except Mahjong? that at least knew it was ridiculous. Innovative gameplay mechanics and powerful power ups <laughs> to aid you in your quest. Beat high scores and complete special objectives to unlock trophies. Lucas, I need a bed. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't usually right. have epic yarns. So, le- le- usually, mahjong games are not expensive <laughs> because mahjong is something that anyone can make. But somebody hired someone to write that plot, wow. and th- you know they have like another sixty pages of unused okay. content uh, just sitting at a warehouse. 
This is a $14.99 Mahjong game. What's going to be funny is if one of you guys buys one of these games. (laughs) Right? And I can't wait right, to find out I'm, what happens yeah, to Elizabeth. Say, I think I'm up. Oh, whatever oh, the heck her name was when I, what, she finds her missing throne. I don't know what to do here. I just don't know what to do. I'm going to go with $9.99. Okay. Um, I have no clue. I, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, this is either, either like, oh my god, this is so dirt cheap, I could, like, pay for this out of couch money, or... My God, I just spent all of my eShop credit on it instead of, <laughs> yeah. you know, Super Mario Odyssey. I don't know. It could go either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, what was what was your bid, Eugene? I, I was nine ninety nine. You're right though, the all really right. lengthy um, description. The really I'm lengthy go description could just be their way of tricking you into buying a really cheap game. Oh, okay. I'm surprised you didn't invoke. <laughs> All right, guys. You ready for this? Nobody gets a point. Oh! The Mahjong Huntress retails for four ninety nine. It is currently on sale for $2.49. I like that I'm the only cutthroat one who outbids by, like, a penny. Yep. Just, but they're not usually so ambitious. Um, yep. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't I say Mahjong games are, like, always $5, too? Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Clearly the world isn't ready for a video game about a strong, independent woman playing Mahjong. This is the princess and the frog all, all right, over guys. again. It has oh, been revived oh, for a new generation. All right, so let's get moving with game number seven. This lovely little beauty is called Hacky Zack. Bounce, hmm. bounce, keep it up. You are Zack. Juggle balls, bounce off walls, and avoid fatal falls as you try and make it through more than 100 levels of precision puzzle platforming. Collect stickers along the way to unlock optional time trial levels, as well as extra playable characters, who are also extra cute. Key features, bullet point, precision platforming puzzle stunt game, bullet point. Multiple ways to conquer 100 levels, 100 plus levels, excuse me, across six challenging worlds, bullet point. Keepy up, and that does actually say keepy up, with a variety of balls including extra bouncy and slow mo. Mm. Bullet point, master. Slow mo? Slow mo. Uh, bullet point, master movement and aiming, bouncing, ricochets, wall jumps, much more. And that all has exclamation marks on it. Bullet point, <laughs> goal mode, guide the ball to the exit to complete the stage. Bullet point, target mode, use the ball to smash all diamonds on a stage as quickly as possible. Bullet point, collect stickers to unlock target mode levels and additional playable characters, because we haven't heard about collecting stickers yet. Bullet point, relaxing, stress-alleviating soundtrack by Vincent Rubinetti. Bullet point, local two-player mode, take on Hacky Zack with a friend, exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Supports split Joy-Con play. So, can I just say that clearly um, the... (laughs) title and premise of this game is about 20 years too late. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Who's, right. Who's, who's oh. guessing first, Steve? So Eugene, you get to guess first, then Justin, then Lucas. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh. Um, golly, I think I'm gonna go with. What is this game even, Steven? I don't know. I'm gonna go with seven ninety nine. Okay. Justin, I'm going to go with three ninety nine. All right. So I have a rule. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't trust movies or games or other forms of media where the title is based on a pun because that means that's the most thought they put into their <laughs> form of media and it's going to suck. So fair, in the interest of not trusting Hacky Zack. You are Zack. Juggle balls, bounce off walls, and avoid fatal falls. And the characters are extra cute. Yeah, I heard. Um, I'm going 99 cents because that's like the lowest you can start your game at. And I don't trust this game. I think this game could totally screw us all over and nobody gets the point. So I'm, I'm lowballing it. Oh, that's okay. cute. You think that's the lowest a game can start at on the eShop? That's funny. Are you going to tell me this starts at like a penny? No. Um, this game retails for 9.99. Holy crap. So that is Eugene's point. It is currently on sale for $2.99. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bounce, bounce. Hacky Zack, if you would like to rebuke our claims, send us a copy of your game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'd love to play it. Clearly I'm not good at this game either. <laughs> yeah, this is a hard one. I don't. You won watching, my game. Watching you guys, I don't know if I could do this game. Well, get ready, because you're not hosting next time we do it. That's what you think. All right. (laughs) Game number eight, Funbox Party. Oh, God, this isn't over yet. Nope. Funbox Party. We have three more rounds. No, we have four more rounds. There's 11 games. No, we're going to 10 unless there's a tie. Then I have a tiebreaker. So, Funbox Party. Getting ready to meet up with friends? Funbox Party is a perfect party package because having fun together is the best kind of fun. Three arcade games that are perfect for making any party the best one ever. In each one of these games, your speed, reflexes, and, most importantly, good fun counts. In Up Up, your goal is to jump higher and higher. The one who reaches the goal faster is the winner. Dragons do not only live in legends. Oh god, that was the whole sentence. Dragons do not only live in... <laughs> Thank you for telling us, Funbox Party. I've been wondering about that for a while now. You will only realize that after playing Dragon Escape. Try to leave its territory as soon as possible, avoiding obstacles along the way. How to avoid dropping down into the abyss or dying from impalement? Be quick. Wouldn't wouldn't the life be more interesting Thanks. if even for just a moment we could become a microbe? Who will defeat the intestine first? You or your rival? Infecting the human body is not that easy. There are enemies waiting on every step. (laughs) Getting ready to meet up with friends? We have something for you. Funbox party. It's time to start the party. Oh my god. I I I was set from the title. I know this one. I I want to ask first, how many times did they use the word party in that description? Not enough. It's okay, like, so are you ready right, for the Funbox also, party? I I also have a question. What do what does Jackbox party usually retail for? Exactly. I know that's what I'm doing, man. That's my strategy, and I, I'm not telling you. I don't know. 
but it, you get the first bid, sir. I uh, well, Eugene was answering me when everybody oh. started talking, so. It's like twenty bucks, but I don't know if this right. is in the same tier as Jackbox. Oh no! Oh no! It's not. They they want to be the more affordable alternative to Jackbox, mm. so they're gonna price their game at about half of a typical Jackbox game. So if Jackbox typically prices their games at at twenty dollars, then I'm going to guess this game came out at nine ninety nine. You're very close, and you're using the exact same reasoning <laughs> I'm using. But I'm pretty sure the Jackbox party games sell for fourteen ninety nine on the eShop. So I'm yes, predicting there's... they knock I'm predicting they knock a cool ten bucks off of it and they sell this game at four ninety nine. Alright, I'm doing it. I'm going with one penny because I kinda <laughs> think that this game is gonna be like freaking a dollar. I don't know. We're going with one penny. <laughs> Alright, so fun box party. Retails for one dollar and ninety nine cents. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. And they're not a, even pretending. It's on sale <laughs> for ninety nine cents for half off. We oh. need to get it. So that. Brings... Wait, 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 wait. That's interesting. So they purposefully made the game a price that when it's half off, it would be ninety nine cents. So really, they're always selling the game at ninety nine cents. Yeah. <laughs> they're just saying it's that arbitrary price, so they can always say it's half off. Mm -hmm. Well, a team of a team of not so good marketers made this game. I, you know, and I have something to say on that. If I ever get to uh, posting that um, article that I wrote months ago. <laughs> All right. Well, Head on over to infendo.com in about three months, and you can read that article. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and post it without any images because that's the only thing that was holding me up. Yeah, just head on over, do it. So wait, are we tied now? Yeah, quick score update. Eugene and Lucas are tied at three points oh, apiece. Yeah. All right. This is game number nine, gentlemen. Ooh. Okay. If Justin wins both of these rounds, we go into a three-way tie. Uh -huh. And that has happened before. Yes, and I have won. Yeah. Yep. So, Lucas, yep. you're up first, so be thinking. All right. Oh, I'm thinking. Our, I'm next, thinking our next wonderful game, Sparkle Zero. This was another fun one. Become, oh, God. Become the ultimate sparkle. The blue oh, whale. <laughs> the blue whale is the largest living organism on Earth today and can reach a length of 33 meters. Evolution comes a long way to develop such large and powerful organisms, and that extraordinary journey always starts from from much smaller creatures like those the blue whale now eats, which can Damn be up right. to four tons a day. Go back to the beginning of evolution. Start from zero and become the smallest creature, the spark of life, which has endless development paths ahead of it. Your task is to find food, which helps to grow and develop. But be careful, you're not alone on your climb to the evolutionary peak. Many other organisms also fight for the same resources and development opportunities. Evolution is in rich variations, some of which are not favorable for survival, leading to defeat by better suited organisms. Be the best, the biggest, and most efficient. Become the ultimate sparkle of them all. Fill the gallery of amazing creatures, the results of countless evolutionary variations. Uh, bullet point, visionary graphics, bullet point, amazing atmosphere highlighted by good music, bullet point, a complex evolution system for organisms with, bullet point, variety of organisms that populate the different layers of the world, bullet point, gallery of the most interesting sparkles. 
So this is an incredibly easy kind of game to make. This was one of the first games that I worked on making when I was exploring game design as like a young child. Because it's literally yeah, just a like... a little sparkle. It's literally just... Yeah, when I was just a, a tiny little zero. Um, it's, it's literally just eat things that are bigger than you while avoiding getting eaten by things that are too much bigger than you until you become big. Um, the fact that they tout it with all the music and stuff tells me they probably hired someone to do the music. So instead of going for 99 cents, which is what I was thinking, I'm going for $1.99, but I'm keeping it low. Hmm... Okay, I think that means I'm next. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing it. Two dollars. All right. I'm, I'm, the, the, clo- the points are too close for me not to go in for the kill, Lucas. Oh, I hear you. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I got a chance at you next round, boy. It's all good. <laughs> all right. I'm in a tough spot. because Ooh, Justin's got a good position right he now. He does, doesn't I, he? Well, go two I think this sounds a lot like that Monster Loves You game that I reviewed, yep. quote-unquote reviewed a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, which retailed at nine ninety nine, but was really just a text-based adventure game where you answer a question and make a decision, but nothing actually happens. There's just music playing in the background and pictures on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm tempted to say that it would be $9.99, but I don't want to overbid. So I'm going to do $2.01. This is interesting. <laughs> I knew he was going to do it as soon as you did it. It's like he had the chance. Uh, well, I was going to all right. Well, I was going to go 2.99, but if I'm going to go 2.99, I may as well just, you know, just yeah, do it. Just well. one. So Might Steve, well. is it is it a dollar ninety nine, two dollars, or more? Well, the die is cast. The game retails for four dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, oh man! <laughs> well, my three dollar have been on the ball anyway. I also would like to note that the game is on sale for forty nine cents. Wow. <laughs> Jesus! Wow. All right, guys, it's still anybody's game. I'm a little nervous. I know, You're right? never going to get review codes from indies ever again. So, so is, this, nope. is this the last round unless Justin gets it? No, yeah. well, if, if Eugene or Lucas gets it, it's the last round. If mm-hmm. Justin gets it, it's a three-way tie. If nobody gets it, we still have to go to round 11. Okay. You know, this actually reminds me of a game they used to play on the old Joystick podcast, like, a decade or so ago, guess the actual Wii game, where Justin McElroy would would read three games with completely <coughs> off-the-wall mm. descriptions, and they had to guess which one was the real one, yep. and there was always a real one, no matter how ridiculous the descriptions and titles were. <laughs> I like that. Let's play that next. So, I'm not that creative. And the Brianosaurus has just put an extra half point if whoever can guess the sale price on the next one. Oh god. Like spot Is that on? just so you don't have to do a tiebreaker? To the penny. Alright. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely throwing the listeners in on this one. So this game is called No Thing. What? No thing? What? No thing. Correct. The year is As No Space Thing, not nothing? Correct. It is a play on the word nothing, but it is no thing. I don't know why you guys aren't having, are having trouble getting this. We have it's far for the course. It's already <laughs> baffling. <laughs> it gets better. The year is 1994, and it is the future. 
No Thing <laughs> is, a, is a minimalistic, surreal action game set in the totalitarian regime of future. And yes, I read that correctly. It tells the story of an office clerk who is sent with an important message to the Queen of Ice. Okay? No oh. Thing features... And these are all bullet points, so I'm not going to say it every time. Radical gameplay. Migraine-inducing. <laughs> weird storyline. Retro-surrealistic... Excuse me. Retro-surrealistic full 3D graphic. Did you say migraine-inducing as a feature? <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> Full voiceover and speech synthesis, chiptune sounds, <laughs> original cold wave music, simple controls, easy to play, very hard to master. That's it. That's all you get. Um, Eugene, you're up. I don't want to shoot myself in the foot here. I have a tactical advantage, Eugene. Here, let me help. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with. Did did you say it was a first person shooter? Or did you um, even say it? said no? It, anything. It's it's full three D. It's a minimalistic surreal action game, and then it says retro surrealistic full three D graphic. Oh boy, oh boy. All right. Um, I guess then I'm going to go with nine ninety nine. Okay. Oh, Justin, it's my turn. Yep, Justin's up. Um, God, I'm stuck in that thing where it just sounds so ambitious. I want to go on the high side, right? But, but it also sounds just so off the wall that they wouldn't dare price it higher than ten bucks. So, oh, do I go higher than Eugene or lower than Eugene? <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, I'm gonna go with seven ninety nine, and I'm oh. gonna regret it. Damn, I had to go with seven ninety nine, huh? Lucas, I can right, smell well, you thinking all the way from Utah. Well, <laughs> I have nothing to lose. Lucas, at Lucas this is point. gonna go the opposite direction. Yeah, I have point. nothing to lose by going for zero dollars and one cent. Because other than that, like it's it's it, these guys have got it, so I've got to go low. I'm going low. And I'm hoping I don't regret it. All right. Come on, no thing. Just be I, worth no thing. Okay. So, I'm going to give you the actual retail price, and I'm still going to give you a chance for a bonus half point. Okay. Um, may I request that the next time we play this game, whoever plays has one of those little tiny microphones on a long, narrow <laughs> stick to hold through the whole I thing. I can make it. It's just a pen and a little uh, microphone <laughs> topper. I used to make them all the time at school. <laughs> Retail price, a dollar ninety nine. Yes. Ah! Yes. Okay. Sale price. Sale price. I'm gonna sale go with twenty five cents. Okay, Lucas. Hmm. Sale price is. Oh. And you guys can guess the same if you think it's the same on this one, because this sale is price. to the penny, or you don't get the half point. Well, it's not a penny because I would have noticed it. Right. Hmm. I think it sells for. I'm gonna say forty nine cents. I think they were cute. I think it sells for no thing. I think it's free. Oh, God. Justin gets an extra half point. What? It wow. Do it doesn't change the I game. Lucas still wins with four points, but Justin <laughs> got the sale price to the penny. 
What I, was I, this? I, I, 49 cents. 49 cents. Wow. And, I, and the only reason I went with that is I was pretty sure that I saw a game on the eShop that was 49 cents around the same time that that other game was a penny. <laughs> Justin, quick, play the Price is Right theme song. All I, all I could think of was I Love Lucy for some reason. I love That's Lucy. Not the theme song. <laughs> Hang on, I actually have this in my music library. Oh I just my god, are you up. serious? You have the yeah, Oh, I have theme lots song? of uh, game show music on my... Shut up, don't judge okay, me. Okay, well, while he finds that... <laughs> that is awesome. The last game, by the way, was Slain, Back from Hell. So you guys, can look, you guys can look that up on your own time. Yeah, right. <laughs> but awesome. you control the fate of Batheron. Oh, yeah. that's my favorite. That's my favorite dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love right, me a good well, Batheron after a hard day's work. I take a shower on, but you know, keeps their own. <laughs> um, thank you. Steven for hosting that game. That was really fun. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Lucas, for winning. Yep. Um, I, at least mm-hmm. I didn't take uh, zero points, so I got some. I'll take that, too. So, yeah, awesome. And what okay. did I end up with? A point and a half? Two and a half. Uh, two and a half. Mm-hmm. You were just shy of second place. Awesome. All right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to be right back. I was just shy of second place in a three-person game. Question block. <laughs> Got a question you're just dying to know the answer to? Head on over to patreon.com slash infendoradio, and for three bucks a month, you can ask us anything you want. All right, and we're back to Infendo Radio. I almost came in second place of our three-person game tonight. (laughs) I don't think that's something I'm supposed to be proud of, but it sounds (laughs) nice. You lost me at you almost came. Continue. Oh, God. It reminds me... I'm sorry, I'm going to tangent for a second. It reminds me of the scene in Ghostbusters 2 where they go to see the mayor and and Stance is saying, almost 50% of us voted for you in the last election. (laughs) Which is a joke I didn't get until I was in my late 20s. I didn't even know it was a joke until I was in my late 20s. Anyway, we're in the question block segment of the show. And we have a question from our patron, Phantom, if you would like to ask us a question for our next page. If you would like to ask us a question for our next question block segment, go to patreon.com slash infendo radio. Just infendo? Okay, I'm, no, get, I'm getting radio. correction. Infendo what, radio. Well, which, okay. That's why we have it pre-recorded now, so you don't have to say it and mess up. <laughs> I forget that. I'm still I'm still not used to this pre-recorded thing. Give us three bucks and ask ask us a question. This one comes <laughs> from Phantom, <laughs> and he says, "What is the most frustrating bug or glitch you have ever encountered in a game?" And I'm still racking my brain on this I got one. This. So I know mine. Steve. Steve is waving his hand, so we'll go with him first. Okay. Mine happened last night. I was playing Hyrule Warriors for the millionth time, trying to get those damn Skulltulas. And I did this mission. I beat the first part of the mission. I did the second requirement. I got the Skulltula. I went to go kill the final boss of the level, and it wouldn't let me into the enemy base. So I captured every keep in the game. Mm. I had the key already before I started capturing every keep in the game, and I went back to the base, and it still wouldn't let me. 
I feel like I had that happen to me the last time I played Hyrule Warriors, which is why I stopped playing it for so long. Yeah. Like, I was playing I, I, um, the uh, Lake Hylia level, and I captured every base, and I That's was waiting for... That's the same for... level. And the, yeah. yeah, and you couldn't get into yeah. the temple? Yeah, yeah that that's ha- that's why I stopped playing Hyrule Warriors because it's, I spent like an hour waiting to get into there. It's well, a, you guys are glitch buddies. With, with 335 <laughs> hours in that game, I've noticed a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is the fact that you have spent 300 <laughs> however many hours on that game. <laughs> and I'm, I'm by God, I've got another 150 at least. Sorry, Eugene. <laughs> No, I was just. I'm gonna jump in with mine here because I also have a Zelda title that um, was super frustrating when I got a glitch in it. I actually had to send in my SD card to Nintendo when it did happen to me. So you guys remember that game-breaking bug in Kakariko oh. Village in Twilight Princess? If you go into the I canon room, I remember hearing about it. Yeah, uh-huh. and you save in the canon room. Yeah, well, I did that. I was one of those people, and I <laughs> my I had to. I literally couldn't play my game for two weeks while I was waiting wow. for Nintendo to fix my save file so yeah i literally had to mail them my sd card because that was back in a day when nintendo wasn't really patching things you know so yeah yeah that's wow that's funny i'd like i this isn't my my answer but i actually remember back when perfect dark first came out there was a glitch that if you played a certain level with uh three players the game would just crash and and I remember having to send my cartridge into Nintendo to have them replace it because so that I could actually play that with my friends. Yep. Well, um, you just changed mine, Justin. Did okay. you have one you wanted to say yet, or should I go out? I'm bouncing around between different ones, but uh, go ahead. Um, so it, it was going to be Lumwa City in um, Pokemon mm. X and Y mm-hmm. because I was I super paranoid. That. It never happened to me. But in the original release of Pokemon X and Y, if you saved in Lumwa City, it um, crashed your game. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I do so, so to this point, I don't save in Lumwa City. Like, even though it's fixed, like, it's just, it's inert now in my head <laughs> yeah. that you don't do that because that's how you, you break your game. Well, I just don't so save th- in Pokemon Centers in that game because that was another one of the problems. Yeah, so that really messed with me. And Which like on is OCD... exactly where everybody always saves. So that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On an OCD level, it was like really bad for me because like I couldn't get over it even when it was fixed. I was like, nope, it's going to break my game. So mm-hmm. that was a thing. But no, the bug, man, and Justin just popped it into my head for some reason. The bug was the entire experience playing Adian Chronicles on the Nintendo 64. This game was released. It was an RPG, a traditional RPG. Very interesting game. Very fun game. But a, oh, a yeah, massive. I know. It had like that girl um, on the cover when she's leaning. On, I know exactly with the, the drag. Yeah, yep. a massive number of copies, including like three that I bought, were bugged. And just it was a bugged game. It came out at a time when obviously <laughs> there wasn't much quality control for that kind of thing. And just people had all these bugged copies. I think there were more bugged copies than there were clean ones. And I could not play it. You would get randomly in the game, and then it would just delete. And it would freeze, it would corrupt, and it would delete. I got almost to the end one time, and it deleted. That was hellish trying to get through that game. I, it was an actually it was a legitimate game, very interesting game. The characters were interesting. The plot was bizarre, but you know, fun for like an old RPG. I would highly recommend it if a copy exists out there that you can play. But man, the whole game was just one giant bug. So, 
Aging Chronicles. That's my game. Spe speaking of games being one giant bug, um, every single Lego game on the Wii U mm. will just randomly freeze. Dude. And you have to shut the whole system down in order to get out of it. No, I'll one up you. Um, Lego Harry Potter Except years one through four, when we played that on the original Wii, we got locked out of Gryffindor Tower and could never get everything we needed to out of that. So we never actually well, That's beat because that you keep breaking the rules. You got yourself expelled. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, I take that back. It wasn't every single Lego game. Every single Lego game except Lego City Undercover, which coincidentally, or not so coincidentally, was actually published by Nintendo. Um, but, um, yeah, so that would... That would be my answer because you know my kids love or used to love the Lego games. It was a great game to play with them, but every time we would go to play it, we'd play for about an hour and then we'd just seize up and we'd lose whatever the last like ten minutes of of whatever we were doing. Um, I did have something similar happen to what uh, happened to Lucas with my Super Smash Brothers for a 3DS save. I don't know how it happened, but the save got corrupted and. I had to go back and unlock every single character all over again, which was not fun until I found out that there was a way to cheese the system and, like, you know, set your opponent at a super high handicap and just one hit them out of the thing and just do that over and over again until you've, right. you know, triggered it, which, of course, they didn't let you do in Smash Brothers for the Switch, whatever it's called, Ultimate. You have to... You know, cheese it a completely different way. But anyway, yeah, the Lego games for the Wii U are just broken as hell. <laughs> Speaking of Smash Bros., I know we're not talking about that bugs, but what? I'm missing the the batting thing where you have to beat up the bag and then hit the. Bat yes, and... everybody misses. Oh yeah, that. home run derby. <laughs> there we go. That not thing. a not a bug at all, but you know. Yeah. Just just reminded me of that's, it. I that's want just it. an just an. Speaking of, on where's the Fire Mario costume? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. What? Why do we have the stupid, like, America Mario in the pink and pastel blue one, which I don't think he's ever worn in any game ever? <laughs> Speaking of actual bugs, what about the Metroid Other M bug? Where you got that was another one, one that really freaked See, these but, bugs have never gotten to me, but they freak me well, out. Well, and at least that one, they released an app from the uh, Wii Shop channel, God rest in peace, that, yeah. uh, you know, you could fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, so. speaking of bugs, what about the bugs in Pikmin? They're just huge. They're huge. And that brings us right back to Piranha Plant. Don't play them in all-star mode, because you might lose all your game. Or nothing might happen. I have an but update you know. on that. EP Nothead, one of our loyal listeners, is getting his oh, DLC God. this weekend. He is going to test the bug for us. Oh, he's jumping on that sword? Yep, he really? doesn't care about losing his save data. Or corrupting his save data or whatever. Well, and hopefully it doesn't... I mean, the backup save can be recovered. Like, you know, hopefully it doesn't yeah. corrupt both. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Wow. Well, ooh. <laughs> ooh. That could be a problem because it auto-uploads when you shut down the title. Right. Mm. Mm. Well... Well, I, 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 like I said, I ain't going to be that guinea pig. Thank you, EP. Thanks, EP. We we'll uh, report back <laughs> on next week's show. Right. By, by which point the bug will probably be patched anyway. Yeah, 2.0.1. <laughs> right. 
Right. <laughs> Speaking of next week's show, uh, next week is going to be freaking next month. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's time to get some thank yous in order here. We got some patrons to thank because we made it to the end of the show. And, you know, that's what we do at the last episode of the month. So, um, again, if you want to be our um, patron, if you want to throw us a buck or two, we'll say your name right on air on the last episode, just like Malik Emrys. Thank you very much for being our patron. Thank you for being a friend. I've seen you in the show notes. I'm sorry. In, I've seen you in well, the... He's in the show um, notes. In the- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're not I, wrong I've, there. I've seen you uh, in, on the Twitters. I've seen you in the Patreon. You're one of our you know, our more active me- members of the community, so we appreciate that. Um, Mustard Giant Cow. Like I, I know that you are, um, you've been around. You've actually written a few pieces of content for Infender.com. Um, but I'll always remember you for winning our first contest and having a really awesome name. So uh, thank you, Mustard Giant <laughs> Cow, for being around. Um, Mark Nowak, that you sound like a person who I want to meet. And the only reason I want to meet you is to ask you how to pronounce your last name. Is it Nowak? Is it no? Like, how do you say it? I don't know if I'm saying every, things right. Every time I read his name, my first instinct is Marowak, and then I realize that it's two separate names. Every time. <laughs> right? God. So, yeah. I mean, I don't say a lot of things right, but uh, Nowak is one that I'd like to know how. Um, Sky Pharaoh, thank you for being a patron. Um, I remember you jumped on our Patreon, I think right about the time you were having a surgery, actually. So I hope you're all fully recovered from that. Thank you for being a patron during that time. I hope that we are providing you, you know, at least some entertainment for your money. Like, that's what that's all we can do, I guess, you know. Justin will dance again next month with a bra on or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, Schnazzy one, um, I think that we, I think that you are... Justin's friend? Am I right about that, Justin? That is and correct. Lifelong yeah, friend. You are one of the people who provides Justin his clothing, so thank you for keeping his hairy chest off the show. Um, I know that you gave him a shirt last week because it was his birthday, so I don't know where I'm going with this, but my color is over, so... It was a he... hat, but, you know, clothes. <laughs> Same thing. It, it... it covers hair. How far do you want? Somebody take next, please. Save me for myself. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take the next section because we got the mics in this section, at least two of them. We've got one Mr. Metal Mike. Thank you so much. And that is a badass name, if I can say so myself. I mean, come on. Metal Mike, spelled with a Y even? That's cool. And another Mike that we know and love so much, uh, Mr. Phantom. Thank you. I think he's one of the original patrons, is he not? Yep, and he's been there way back. I don't know if he was familiar since pre. Yeah, yeah that, that, that. <laughs> no, we definitely haven't logged hundreds of hours of Monster Hunter in Minecraft. I, I mean, what kind of name is Phantom? Sounds like yeah. some kind of rando who yeah. show up for a month and then leave us. So. Well, I, I was gonna say he's not gonna show up next month after that intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's. We just lost all of his fundage there. Um, Slacker Monkey, it's nice to see you in the Discord. We always love, you know, having all of our people. And Slacker Monkey's definitely one of the more active ones that we've got in there. So, you know, thank you for that. And Heather White, I'm convinced I scared her off by calling her Heather the White. She still, for some reason, sends us money, and we greatly appreciate that. And I hope you're still listening out there, Heather. And I want you to know the entire reason we kept score in Nintendoons last year was because of you. <laughs> That's true. I took on that burden because of you, and I went back and listened to three months of shows just to make sure it was right. 
And I downloaded an app that makes a ding sound yeah. so that we could keep track. <laughs> on, and and on, hopefully on you're listening. Because... I got behind and I listened to multiple shows in a row. Hopefully you're listening because you're still paying us every month on Patreon. So if you're not, you just forgot. That's really depressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please so, don't change we, anything. Yeah, but, we, we but... love you. Whether you're listening, whether you're not, whether you're giving us money, whether you're not. We love you anyway, so thank you. I would like to thank... I, I Every time we get to your name, I cringe a little because I feel like we're mispronouncing it. Um, to me, it looks like Apollo Lemon. There are two M's, though. So if it's like Is Apollo it Lemon... I'm, well, I'm, I mean, there's the actor Jack Lemon, and that's pronounced or that's I, spelled that way. I so. hope it's Lemon, because if it's not, we've been doing it wrong for like a year. And speak up, let us know. Cause... You know what, though, <laughs> we're not the only ones that mispronounce our patrons' names. Uh, Potbash does it all the time for their group too. So well, that's, we're just that's following something. suit, and we've been doing um, it longer. So. EP Knothead, thank you. You are one of Steve's most bosom buddies. Cheers. Uh, we've also played a few rounds of Rocket League together, so I, we've had. We've had our moments. He's died in our Minecraft I mean. realm, too. You have died in our... That's a rite of passage, actually. Dying in I just Minecraft did that realm. tonight, as a matter of fact. There you well, welcome, to the, welcome to the club. Welcome. We are indoctrinating you, as well as EP Knothead, so thank you. Um, Robert it was, Gagnon. It was from a creeper, so uh, you might have some cleanup to do, by the way. Will do. Oh, I will kill you. Robert Gagnon. Thank you. I'm not going to say that your name sounds like Ganon, like Eugene does every time he reads your name, but no, thank you all the thank same. Thank you for not saying that. Uh, Corky Dog, <laughs> you are pretty cool, and I actually I really like hearing from you. Um, your suggestions for Nintendoons are always welcome. You bring a, a more refined, classic take on Nintendoons that usually means that Justin gets the point and I don't, but I appreciate those suggestions all the same, so thank you, sir. And minus 64, I moved you from the list Justin wants to read to this list because I want to say that I hope that you're having a lot of fun with your new puppy. And I hope that that's going really well for you. So um, how could keep it not? in it's chat. A puppy, right? let, us know, know. let us know how you're doing with that. I, I really want to know how that goes. So. Hopefully your puppy didn't chew up all your um, Super Nintendo cords because mm. that's what happened with my puppy. And, and, and since, we're, since we're pretty much done for the night and we just have a couple more names to read, um, like the first night that we got my puppy, Buddy, back like 15 years ago now, um, he was, we were crating him for the first night. That did not last because he whined the entire night. And little like nine-year-old Lucas came out and opened the crate to, um, to, to comfort him, and he ran around the house like a madman, and I could not get him back in. So 15 minutes later, I put him back in, and I put a bunch of pillows up on the door, but that did not hold him, so he ended up becoming a dog that slept in the bed. And that was also my first night of, like, middle school or something. Probably not since I was nine, but it was my first night of some new year of school, so that was a thing. That so, sounds very similar to what we go through every night with my five-year-old. Do you crate your five-year-old? <laughs> Not yet. All right. I would like to say thank you to um, uh, Andrew Searson. You've been another longtime patron of ours, and uh, you owe me a Fortnite. Uh, game because you keep saying you're you're gonna you're always playing it but you're never playing it when I want to play it and I need somebody to play it with me because I miss it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> pardon me, my throat got very dry there for a moment. I would like to thank you, thank thank you. What is happening to my list? Okay, uh, thank you to Michael Larson. Uh, 
new name to me. I don't think like the newest name on the list, but uh, not one I'm used to reading. So uh, hopefully you're enjoying the show and certainly you enjoyed it enough to kick us a few bucks anyway. So thank you for that. I just clicked away from the list. Uh, Jonathan Lewis, another name that's slightly strange to me. So um, <laughs> stop doing that. Whoever keeps messing with the uh, list because I know what I'm doing. Stop clicking on things. I hate you all. You're distracting me. <laughs> Jonathan Lewis, I'm sorry that my uh, co-hosts are distracting me from your thank you, but thank you. And last but not least, I saved Daniel Gaskin because um, he knows uh, how much I love Disney and and did something very special for me recently on a uh, while he was on a trip to Disneyland Paris. So thank you very much to you. You guys don't have to do that for us, but we always appreciate when you do because makes us feel like we've got more friends than we probably actually do in real life. <laughs> That's it. Thanks, patrons. You're the best. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Okay. Well, again, thank you for joining us, one and all. This is the end of the show. Um, we're going to get out of here, but not before we tell you where we can find you for the week. Or where you can find us, actually. We don't want to tell you where you can find you. That's creepy. Um, but where I know you can where find I can me, find each and every one. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, at Eugene. Don't forget to follow at Infendo as well. And go to Infendo.com. Join, uh, join the Patreon. Join the Discord. Do all the things. Got some reviews up. Read those. Lucas, where can the people find you? People can find me at my Twitter, which is at ChromaticQ. Or on my website, which is chromaticu.com. Those are pretty much the only two places you can find me these days, because those are really the only places you need to. Oh, um, if you go to my Twitter, I think my most recent tweet, or one of my most recent tweets, is the link to my channel name for my YouTube. Um, I posted that there because I've started kind of live streaming every now and then when I do a little bit of game design work for my game, which is also called Chromatic Q. So if you want to watch me, I don't talk or anything. I just I, I have the I have the camera on. And I'm just like recording me working on it. But if you want to watch me work in uh, Click Team Fusion 2.5 and work on my game, feel free to tune in and check that out. So that's the thing too. You can go there and subscribe to me so you don't miss that. Awesome, uh, Justin. If people don't want to miss what you're doing, where can they find you? Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Uh, that's my Nintendo-related Twitter, so, you know, you'll find a lot of Nintendo-related tweets there. If you're into Disney like I and our patron Daniel Gaskin are, uh, go to at Utilidork and follow me there. There's also website, utilidork.com, which I'm working on making the best Disney website in the world um, over the course of the next year. Wish me luck on that, and if you got anything to contribute, hit me up. Awesome. All right. Uh, Steve, if somebody wants to contribute to what you're doing, where can they find you? Um, you can find me at Gentis1 on Twitter. I am there all the time. Um, I've also been very active in our Discord again. Um, so please go to infendo.com and join our Discord. Um, and lastly, you know, I do want to say again a special thank you to Jimmy Chunga, Kenny D, and Chandler Smith of the Radio Ronin podcast. I've been a personal supporter of their Patreon since October of last year um, at the top level I can be. 
and I look forward to seeing what we can do as part of the Podbash Network. So thank you guys so much. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys know what to do. You, you're, you've heard all the things. Go do all the things. Give us a comment. Go to the things. Follow us on the Twitch verses and the tweets and the tweet does that. All the where things. We, do the where things. Where are we going with this, Eugene? We're going home. We're done. We're out of here. I think Good he's night, going Bill Cosby. <laughs> we love y'all. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace. Like Infendo? Wear Infendo. Our merch shop has a whole new look at a brand new place. Come check out the new and improved gear at infendo.com store.